You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top-top-notch coaches all around the world. Today, we got a big-time coach on by the name of Brent Dearman. He represents, and he's the offensive coordinator for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. And he's coming straight out of Mobile, Alabama, baby, Port City. And that's where he was born and raised. He played his high school ball down there in Alabama. At, I guess I'm saying it right, Biker High School. He went on to play college ball at Belter, and then he became an assistant at Belter. He ended up coaching at Biker High School as the offense coordinator. He went on to Rain High School as the head coach, offensive analyst at Auburn, Arkansas Tech offensive coordinator. Then he became the head coach at Belter, his alma mater. Then he went over to Kansas, senior offensive consultant, Kansas offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. And now today he's doing his thing as an offensive coordinator at Middle Tennessee. This is a coach on the rise. He's doing great things. He's going to be one of the next big-time coaches, y'all. I'm telling y'all, within the next 10 years, he's already doing great work for the players. I love how he handling business. I done seen some film on him talking, coaching, and I love what he's doing. And by the way, y'all, them Blue Raiders, they got a nice turf field out there, beautiful stadium, and the gear is amazing. And how can you top that with some great coaching? That's so amazing. But without further ado, this is the story of Brent Dillman. How you doing, Coach? Coach, I'm doing fantastic. I got to hire you guys to introduce me all the time. Holy cow. <laughs> Mike, hey, Mike, special with that now. He definitely special with that. Coach, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on because I want to be the first and official person to ever say it. I know you you may talk about it in your inner circle with your best friends and your closest coaches' friends, but I want to be the first to say it. I could tell that you're going to be a head coach at the D1 level and and if you wanted to, you're going to be a coach at the NFL level, I, like a head coach. I could see it just based on all your stuff. I could see it. I want to be the first to say, I see it. I see it. But Well, Coach, I coach, accept it. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> accept that right now. So, Coach, I, I really want to know, when did you actually know that you wanted to be a coach? So, uh, you, you said it a while ago, growing up in Mobile, Alabama, uh, my dad was my high school football coach. So I grew up in the home of an O-line coach. Um, I, I got to witness my dad being an OC. He was a head coach 
for about seven years in that time period as well. Um, and then also he was a deacon in my church. And I think coaching is a calling. Uh, same way um, standing behind a pulpit every Sunday morning is a calling. So I wanted to, to affect kids' lives in a positive way. So I, I knew at a very young age that I was going to be a football coach. So it uh, wasn't very tough in my household. Now, Coach, this is another thing I tell Mike all the time. And when I read up everything about you, it falls right in line. I always tell him a person who's like a quarterback and they're big time at whatever level they at, they always make great offensive coordinators and head coaches. I don't know why. Maybe because they call the plays all the time and they can see what's coming from the view. But it seemed like that is the best way to end up being like an offensive coordinator and head coach by being like the main quarterback who actually excelled on the field. What do you think about that? You know, I think uh, it's a special thing to play that position. You know, you're looking for an alpha male type guy that that can lead a locker room. You're looking for somebody that that has the knowledge to to know what all 10 guys around them are supposed to do. So when you play that spot um, and then when the lights come on, there's so many people that are yelling for you in a positive and a negative way. So you deal with criticism as well. So I think there's so much that goes with playing quarterback that once you move out of the playing and you hang the cleats up and you move into the, the coaching side of things, you know, you've got to lead a locker room. You've got to make uh, decisions in a, in a, uh, a timely manner. You've got to be in pressure situations. You've got to handle the crowd. So um, I, I think it goes hand in hand with what a quarterback and what an OC um, are put into. Coach, I heard you talking about your dad was an offensive line coach. Could you just give us the story about how it was for you growing up, like far as your parents and who helped you to become the person that you are today? You know, the 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 my dad was an old school old school coach, and and it was playing for him was difficult at times. It was it was rewarding, but it was also difficult because the coaching never ended. You know, we sat around the dinner table at night. The coaching never stopped. And he, he struggled um, putting down the coach hat and putting on the dad hat those times that I did play for him. But, um, man, it, it was an awesome experience. At, at, at a young age, I knew how to – as a quarterback, I knew how to draw up uh, to power and trap and belly. I knew all this stuff already. So it, it allowed me to be a better quarterback because I understood what the box was doing. And so often the quarterback – we asked them to just understand what the back end and what the, the receivers are doing. So uh, it helped me just elevate my career even faster with, with, who my, with how my dad taught me so much at that young age. And, and, and like I said, my dad was also a deacon in my church growing up. Um, he, he, so that, that he instilled in me so much more than football, uh, instilled in me uh, the, the, that, that, uh, that my spiritual relationship also would guide every every step that I make as well. So uh, he was a huge influence in my life. Great. And just coming up and playing ball, what was the decision? I, I hear you from Alabama, but you end up playing your college ball up in Tennessee. So how did you end up going to the uh, Belta and playing college ball there? So – um, after my senior year, I, I was dead set on – I wanted to hopefully stay close and play, and, and Southern Miss was probably the, the closest school there, me being from Mobile. And South Alabama hadn't started a program yet. So 
Um, I, I'd visited a couple times to Southern Miss and, and I struggled from this awful disease where I couldn't run very fast, jump very high or throw very far. So, but because I had this disease, it, it did not allow me to play at that, that higher level. So uh, there was a recruiter that came through my school, um, probably about October, November range from Bethel. And he was actually from Alabama. Um, so he came in and, and talked to me about where he was from, came in and kind of laid out the vision of, you know, I could come in and be uh, the face of the program. And, and for a quarterback, when you hear those things, when you hear the opportunity to come in and, and, and impact and be a positive impact early, uh, I jumped on it and, and I went up and visited. And, uh, you know, I'm from Mobile, but um, I, I went out to rural West Tennessee well, there's, there's not much. There was about 2,500 people that lived there. And, and when I visited, there were about 12 deer standing out on the practice field. And my dad, who's a, who is a hunter, kind of looked at me and wished he had his gun in his truck and uh, so he could go hunting that day. But, man, we ended up loving the little town and uh, had an opportunity to go play early. So that, that's what really affected uh, my decision to go there. Now, Coach, I could tell based on everything you're saying, I know the players at Middle Tennessee, they love you. So do they just come into the office and just sit down and talk to you and just pick your brain? Because if if they see what I see, I'm picking your brain every day. So first off, I can be the best I can be on the field. But second off, just here in the background of um, being raised in the church, I want all that. So how do the players interact with you? Man, we have a great time. You know, uh, those guys come up and they pop in and out. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a couple of receivers that just came in and sat in and said, Coach, we just, just just teach us basic coverage. Just go over coverage rules with us. And and I try to find ways to 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 slide in things other than just football with those guys. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, my, my greatest role model in my life is is Jesus Christ. And, and Jesus taught in parables. And, and he had disciples that were fishermen. So Jesus always talked about fishing, even though Jesus wasn't a fisherman himself. I think Jesus uses stories that touches that person's life. And he finds ways to to interact with with that person, uh, wherever they're from. So uh, some, some of my guys, I, I got a receiver from California and my wife's from California. So we, we find ways to talk, talk about the uh, the taquitos that I get on downtown Olivera Street or. Uh, when, when I'm talking to my guys from from Alabama, we 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 go back to some old school Iron Bowl battles and stuff like that. So you got to connect with where your players are. If you think your players are going to just come up to to, to your level, uh, you're never going to have a relationship. You got to find a way to go to where they are uh, and connect with them. So we have a great time. Now, Coach, with you being like they say, Bethel is right down the road from Middle Tennessee. It, it, that's what it said, but. How does it feel that you was, like they said, kind of in it? Well, at least in the state of Tennessee, now you at middle Tennessee culture. How does that feel? Man, it's, it's a great honor because as a player, you know, I had a pretty decent career at Bethel um, and then was able to come back in 2018 and be the head coach of Bethel and um, had went 10 and 0, won the conference. I think we led the country in scoring that year. So I've had some of the best years of my life in the state of Tennessee. So, when the opportunity came to come back in the state and, and, and coach again here, I jumped at it. And, um, of course, getting back in the South, I'm sure you can hear my, the Southern twang in my voice, but um, the opportunity to get back to the South and the opportunity to get back to the state of Tennessee and, and make a difference 
uh, was huge in the decision to come back here. So, like I said, it's, it's about two hours uh, to, to drive over to Bethel. Some of those coaches have come over and visited with me. I'll probably go over in the next few weeks and, and, and check on those guys. I still have a house in McKenzie, Tennessee, so uh, I need an excuse to go over there and hang out with those guys at Bethel anyway. So, uh, But really love being back here. Coach, could you break down for us, like, how is it, like, what's the preparation during the summer? Because that's what we're in right now, pretty much the summertime, getting ready for the upcoming fall season. And I always wonder, because me and Simo play college ball, and I always wonder, like, exactly what do the coaches do, like, for the summer? Do y'all prep for the upcoming games in camp or – you know, you spend the majority of your time trying to get it in with your family. Like, what's this like? What is like for a coach during the summer? So it's an unbelievable balance between everything you just said. So I'll get about three weeks of vacation time in the summer. And, and it's tough for us. You know, it's tough for us to, to put down uh, something we love as much as we do with the game of football. So I really have to. Um, it's, it's a, it's a job for me to put down my football work when I go on vacation, but I'm, I'm constantly staying on myself. All right. These three weeks I'm focusing on my wife and my kids. I'm doing everything I can to give them all of my attention during these three weeks. Summer, um, we are game, we game plan our first three opponents. And I know some people that game plan past that, but I think a team can be so much different from the previous year. So, we don't go past three games. And, and the other thing that we don't do is we don't put a, a, a full 90-play game plan together. We just put down about 30 or 40 thoughts that we think, you know what, we're going to – these 30 to 40 thoughts are going to be really good uh, if they continue to do what they did last year. So we dedicate about a week um, to our first opponent. We dedicated about uh, three or four days to our second opponent, three or four days to our third opponent. But then the other thing that I think that we do that, that's really good is we go back and we look at what we do. We look at our system, and we kind of draw our system up against every front, every coverage, and we say, all right, we love it against this front. We love this pass play against this coverage. But if they run this coverage, it's not very good. If they run this stun or this blitz, that run is not very good. So what you do is you figure out your answers to your system in the summer. Instead of waiting until week three of the season to find out, all right, what's our answer to 3-3 stack? We figured that out in the summer because a lot of guys, especially during this Zoom season where we're starting to clinic and we're starting to listen to other people, you try to reinvent yourself every year and you get away from who you are and what you know the most. So I try to prevent trying to do too much new. And I just try to figure out ways that we can continue to do what we do and know the answers to it, if that kind of helps out with – that's what we do in the summer. Coach, this is my last question. I'm going to open up the floor to you to um, kind of talk a little bit about what Middle Tennessee has to offer. And if any parent or player have an interest in being a part of the team, is there any kind of camp they can attend or anybody they need to contact for us being a part of the program – Coach, I thank you for coming on. The floor is now yours. Yes, sir. You know, you heard me say it a while ago. It was a big deal to me to come back to Tennessee because uh, the, the grassroots that I've got down in Alabama and playing in Tennessee and being kind of in this Bible Belt was a big deal to me because I like 
being a, an impact. And we've got a staff that loves being an impact in a positive way into the lives of young men. And we understand the, the, the role that we play in raising up this next generation. So that's why I think Middle Tennessee is a great spot because we've got a staff full of coaches that, that their first job, their number one job is sowing seeds into the life of these young men. And then the winning them will take care of itself. Uh, if, if we're doing things, we're living life the right way. If, if we're, uh, working hard, and we're sowing seeds in these kids. We know that we're going to win football games. Now, uh, we would love to have you come up. We'd love to have you visit. We'd love to have you come on a recruiting trip. We've got a few camps. Uh, you can find those camps at CoachStockSteelCamps.com. Uh, you can also shoot me an email at Brent.Deerman at MTSU.edu if you have any questions. I try to answer as many emails as I possibly can, but. Uh, you know, we're 25 minutes south of Nashville, Tennessee, and Nashville is a phenomenal city, and Murfreesboro is a city that's got over 100,000 people that live in it. So you're coming to a spot that um, is a really nice area of the country and, and filled with um, some entertainment, uh, but also a, a great opportunity for you to reach um, a generation through uh, the amount of people that live here. So. That's why I believe Middle Tennessee is a great spot for you. It was a great, it's a great decision for me to come here. Well, Coach, I want to thank you again for coming on, y'all. That is Coach Brent Deerman, one of the top-notch coaches in college football today, and I love what he's doing. Middle Tennessee is a top-notch football program, and you gotta know that when you're part of a special program, not just saying you want to play ball. It's not just going to help you in your football, but it's going to help you with your overall life. And that's what Coach is talking about. And this has been a great interview we had. And I'm telling y'all, if y'all get a chance, please contact this, this guy and other coaches are part of the staff and let them know, hey, I got an interest. And I ain't talking about just playing now. If you, if you got your grades need to be tightened up, get it right. If you're on the third string, Get to the first train, then give him a call. If you're a JUCO football player, holler at him, man, because I'm telling you, this is a great program, and anybody should be a part of or want to be a part of. I actually didn't know Middle Tennessee was that close to Nashville, so that was great to know, too. And I want to thank Coach again for coming on, and I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down, or else you'll fall to the ground. This is the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football.